It's your boy J16 here to keep it real and drop it on another topic. Look, we out here in the middle of the boonies. I'ma be honest. Today's episode's gonna be fucking fantastic. Well, why? Cause look at my man's here. We break it down. Everything you need to hear about these youngins out here in these streets with all this new hip hop. Listen, I ain't, I'm an old head when it comes to a lot of things, but I'm definitely tapped in with the new generation. So, my man, I don't know what your name is, bro. No, man, it's Tommy, man. It's Tommy. He ain't got, he going by his government. He said, I ain't, I ain't even going to be using no, no cool name, nigga. Using the government. But, nah, it's cool, bro. We out here, man. We, we, we in this, we literally is driving hard and wild, crazy places. You know, you got to think about what you're going to say before you say it. Because I was going to have to pause myself. But, um, yeah, we over here, man, just, we were just, kind of, we was, we was just, you know, debating on some hip-hop topics and things of that nature. So, um, I don't know. Give them a little background of yourself so you, they can know where, where you where you coming from when it comes down to this hip-hop thing and the mindset that you got when it comes down to hip-hop. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you know, I was born in 93, so... I was born during the, the the 90s era, but I grew up on the on the 2000s. And then when I got older, you know, college, you, you in that 2010s era. So kind of got to see three very distinct eras. And then shit, you know, you don't keep it up with the young niggas. I barely keep it up with the young niggas now. Like what? in this latest era, I can keep up a little bit. Like I, I fuck with Yeet, you know what I'm saying? Some of these new niggas. Um, but I think it is interesting because we kind of got the best of like four different worlds. So yeah, yeah, I can definitely give insight into that. Yeah, definitely, man. That's the crazy thing because I don't even know who he just said. Like that's why I'm I'm laughing because a lot of these young rappers, like especially now that you're getting this weird changing in the dynamics of hip hop. Um, there was a big debate with Joey uh, with Joe Buttons. Uh, was basically coming at um, Drake's head around how he was trying to just, you know, hop on every new artist out and trying to stay. And I know that it's the it's the blueprint a lot of rappers been using for a while. Um, I think it's the whole blueprint where you get on a, you already popping, you get on an artist that's popping to make you stay relevant, and they gonna like it because they gonna be more popping. Um, and they all, after Jay, Jay started doing it, uh, I think Jay was really started it with the ju- with Juvenile, with Ha. And then from that point on, um, he did it all the time. He, even up to this day, Jay, he always hops on somebody that's up and coming. And, and that's what he's been known for. And then Wayne took the same blueprint and went on from that. And then now, now Drake's doing it. But it's a little weird because when you look at it, it's almost like, a lot of the older rappers, especially the rappers now, we like Drake now considered like an older rapper because he's two thousand rapper. But are the leaders like people that are supposed to be the leaders now? They look like the followers. It's kind of like you, you, the the younger generation was supposed to look up to the the older generation rappers, but it almost seems like, and I think that's what Joe Buzz was bringing on. When he, when the whole thing happened recently, what he said about Drake's album was that Drake was basically looking like this, 
Like he was looking up to the younger generation, bro. It's kind of crazy. And they clowning him. They not. They yeah, thought he was. Yeah, they making jokes. They making jokes. They got memes. They, they Drake thought he was cool, and they was laughing. And he was like, they laughing with me. They, they was like, no, they laughing at they you, bro. And that's what I think Joe Buttons was trying to, like, bring up when it came to that whole well, shit. Like, well, let me put it this way, man. There's, I could maybe say two, three points on that. Drake, like you said, he he was doing the recipe of putting the Zord. Now, before, like, in the years past, in the 2010s, that shit really worked out for Drake. And Drake was really low-key, like, I don't know, the rainmaker for a lot of these young, uh, these up-and-coming rappers. But it didn't give off the follower vibe. Like, what was a benefit of Drake is he really had his ear to the street, you know? And he was yeah, able to yeah, get, yeah. get get on with niggas before it seemed like dick riding, you know what I mean? So, like, for example, the Migos, he gets on the, what is it, the Versace remix. Yeah, that yeah. blew him up. And he was even getting on uh, a lot of Memphis nigga shit. So I know he got on Block Boy shit, um, you know, people like that. And that shit was dope. Cause it was blowing people up but drake was still he still had that aura of being drake like of being that guy i think what ended up happening nowadays especially like you know to see the jokes with he yeah it kind of seems like he's more so adapting to their style to try to stay more relevant which you know if that's what you want to do that's 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 cool you know music you know whether or not you like music or not that's subjective but you know for that older crowd they might you know have that perspective that Joe got. It, it, it's crazy because I ain't never liked Drake. I'm going to be honest. Drake, I've learned to tolerate Drake. Drake is like eating at a vegan restaurant. Like, it ain't real hip-hop, bro. But you might get lucky. Some vegan restaurants serve good hip-hop. No, I'm so crazy. <laughs> Some vegan restaurants serve good food that you'll be like, oh, I didn't even expect that to be good. It's really good vegan. Well, let me ask you a question real quick. Yo. What do you consider real hip hop? For me, I'm I'm a, I'm from the '90s. I'm a boom bap head, so a lot of my music is gonna be tied into that. Um, but that's it is all it's all it's all directed to the essence of like it's like classic rock, right? There's gonna be artists that came out like you would look at the glam movement with like Kiss and and the groups like that that came out of that late. 70s type vibe and then compare that to like Bob Dylan and Rolling Rolling Stones or like Beatles there's gonna be two types of generational and some people and then before that you might say like not Elvis but like B.B. King and you know Muddy Waters and Chuck Berry like you can look at it Little Richard artists like that and you could say like oh there was the this is the purest form of this music so I'm always gonna lean in hip hop to the stuff that was the most, the purest form before the ele elevation of hip hop, right? There was a, hip hop had to elevate. Um, that's why like people like Flash had to figure out, oh, you could cut a record like this. Or Melly Mel had to figure out, well, not Melly Mel, Marley Maul had to figure out, oh, you could sample a record like this. Or oh, this is what the 808 stuff, now we don't gotta use all these artists these tracks from rock artists and make rap on top of those we can actually make our own beats 
like these things had to elevate and happen in hip hop in order for hip hop to get to where it's at now. I think with Drake, it's weird because I always, when I look back to Drake, I'm like, yo, I don't know why no other artist mastered this the way Drake did after LL. They tried, right? They really tried. Like you got Nate Dogg. Um, you could say, I don't want to say Ja Rule. Because I mean, he was like, he was credit, playing. Like, it wasn't like he was trying to be serious. Was Ja Rule being serious? I don't know. It ain't he thinking. made serious bread off he, that. He did. He did make money off it. But I don't know if he was really trying to be a singer. Like, he was just singing yeah, like I, I always Ja Rule got to have niggas confused. If he was singing on tracks and then a murderer. Or yeah, that. like, you know, like, and then, like, I, I, but you, but the funny thing is, if you really think about it, 50 knew this was the blueprint. 50, 50 knew it, and 50's probably one of the most, he's not the most influential, but he's up there of the most influential type way of looking at hip-hop, that's the way you want to say it. Like, the way 50 came into the game and the blueprint he followed was like, uh, he came with a mindset of like, yo, this is strictly, I'm going to make money this way and I know I'm going to make money this way because this is what sells and he came in dissing artists he literally came in the game dissing artists then he he pinpointed on he targeted one artist the diss that was the hottest artist at that time he dissed him so he got got rid of his competition and then turned around and did what that artist did and had all of his his all his all his uh customers that's some straight. That's why I hit that you'd be like rappers is hustlers. Like you know, Fifty was a hustler. That's a hustler ass move. But when you saw Fifty do it, it was until Drake, I believe. Like somebody really looked at it like, "Yo, this is actually where the money's at." Let me target women, and just that I'm gonna target women because women. If you really think about it, you'd be hard pressed to go on a road trip with a shorty. And you have to really pick who you want to play in that car. She might like it. Like, oh, yeah, you're driving now, so you can listen to what you want to listen to. But to have a vibe with you, unless she's a hip-hop head, you got to make a certain type of playlist for her. I think Neo Soul is something that we both can relate on. Like, all right, I could put on some Ari Lennox and J. Cole got a right. song together, right? But for the most part, you ain't going to... They gonna be putting a West Side gun on it, you know oh, what I mean? God. Like you gonna, you gonna scare the hoe. Yeah, she gonna be shook. Like, what is this? You gonna be here? It's easy to make music that niggas like. Exactly. But, but if you make music that girls like, your shit gonna move in their cars, gonna move at the party, exactly. gonna move in so many other places. That's why a lot of niggas, you know what I'm saying? They gotta get their shit played in a strip club. They gotta get their shit and, and, or whatever, whatever lane you gotta go. And that's where you look at it now, right? You be seeing it look like, let's think about it. You got artists like Drake who created this blueprint. Well, there ain't nothing wrong with it. I actually respect it because LL was the originator of the blueprint. He's must have, like, I don't know who Drake was. Drake knew what he was doing. He definitely had a conscious thought pattern of what he was doing. And LL knew what he was doing. It's funny that when you look at it now LL stay relevant for mad long LL created the terminology GOAT he named his album that right so for that long LL was that relevant 
just making music for the ladies, club bangers. Drake was only right for them to follow the same path, but it's almost like it's the gift and the curse now because he tried to, he tried to do too much. So you can eat ice cream sparingly, but you can't eat it every single day. Well, let's put it this way. I mean, Drake had an, has an extremely successful career, so oh, he yeah. can't really knock the shit. But, you know, I, I can't really speak on LL because that was a little bit before me. All, all niggas my age know LL for was being unhinged. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ever see the shit with the, the niggas doing the little chop on his face? Like, what the nah, God, nah, I never even seen it yet. What the fuck does that sprung even mean, guy? <laughs> yeah, that's that's LL. Yeah, that's LL. I'm, look, I'm about to tell you this. Y'all better y'all y'all laughing now, but that's what a nah, few more I years. Know, I know. That's how drink. That's how drink go Because that's how LL, LL was trying when he made those songs. He was trying to stay relevant in the late '90s. One thing though that is an advantage for Drake though, he has he he's dibble. He has so many different lanes that. Yeah, this part might age bad, but he got music that will age well. Like, let's let for example, like a nigga like me, I don't really bump Drake that heavy either, but I'm not gonna hate on him or nothing like that. Like anytime this nigga is got a song where it's a time in the city, I know he gonna start rapping his ass off. Like the shit with with Jay, like how oh, yeah, he like there's there's really songs where Drake really be in his fucking bag, but then at the same time, like, even that house album that he dropped, I fucked with that shit. Like so it all depends. Like I, I got to give Drake credit for that. Um, he he made a, a lot of different lanes. Now I think at this point it's kind of it's starting to somewhat backfire on him, where it's like no one's thinking like a oh, Drake album is like something to really be excited for anymore. He gave too much. It's too much content, bro. You yeah, you gave too much, right? You can't. You got to give people doses. And it's funny, like follow whole blueprint. He's showing y'all the blueprint. I know people listen. It's one thing I say about Jay Z. You could put a list out right now. You know the one gotta go list. Every time I see one of those, it'd be like Jay, Pop, Biggie, Nas, everybody Jay. Like everybody's always say Jay. Like it'd be like people when Jay was first came out, nobody was fucking with Jay. Up to this day, nobody fucking with Jay. And Jay Z has literally has so many haters, and is still the most successful rapper. So. He knows how to sell records. He knows how to stay relevant. He made a blueprint. And what he's showing you now is when you're over 50, don't give people content, bro. Just let them wait. Jay gives you verses, and those verses become talked about on CNN and MSNBC, bro. He's also Jay-Z. He's Jay <laughs> he figured out how to do it. Like, Jay-Z uh, figured it out. He figured out. He saw it opening when Biggie died, and he just expanded on it. You can see from a Drake mindset that Drake, you don't have to give, like, listen, Drake, you already have a strong fan base, bro. You don't have to give people music every five minutes. And what happens when you give people too much music, I listen to Drake's new album, bro. First of all, number one, if you make more than 14 tracks on an album, I'm already going to think your album's trash. I just, just That's just me. Because it, that it's it, you just giving us so much music. It's not really necessary. Exactly, bro. Uh, I don't need to say what. And it if you got tracks. exactly, bro. And it, also, if you got like twenty, every song got a feature, bro. Like you can't even stand alone on your own. Let's be honest. We talking about Jay and his time, but let's talk about Drake's time and the artists that we're comparing him to. 
the Kennys, the Coles, and Drake, I guess it's Cole, Kenny, Drake, is that, that's it. I don't think Wale and Big Sean and them will Nah, they're not on that. They're not on that. So it's going to be Kenny, But Coles. Drake is easily the most successful out of them niggas. I mean, J. Cole just got his first fucking number one. Well, this uh, is But I will say this, man. Drake is pop. Pop is popular music. It's going it, to, it, it, if you don't bring a... Drake is going to always have the women. Women love him. Just like LL. When Cannabis is bad at LL. Most of your fans with high heels, like ninety nine percent of your fans with high heels, like we understand it. That's what you're going for. But nigga, is that even really a diss? It, it might. It, it was, <laughs> like, nigga, I, you can take it as a diss or not. Nigga, I know, I'd rather be LL than cannabis right I know, now. I know. LL said most not of your fans don't even exist. I heard that shit. Yeah, right. So, like, but the concept is like, will I take a? Will you take a? I forget who. Oh, Pusha T said it. He said, I want to have fans like J. Cole. And that's like, what would you take? Like, at the end of the day, it's almost like, would you take fan? If you were a hip-hop artist and you're, and you're a hip-hop head, like, I'm, I love hip-hop. Would you take fans, J. Cole fans, or would you take Drake fans? For money, right? Yeah, get money. I, I, don't think Drake, I don't think J. Cole heard it for money. You know what I mean? Michael. You know what I mean? But who would you take? And I think, and to be honest, bro, I think most hip-hop heads would say I'll take Cole fans. I'll definitely take Kendrick fans. You get a, you have a, a movement. And one thing I like about them is, like, they're trying to elevate hip-hop to be more of a, like, they're focusing on the positive aspects of the our community. Hip-hop has, for so many years, only emphasized the negative aspects. And they're the ones focusing on it. What, and honestly, I actually like Drake because Drake it, is himself. Drake, until he starts talking about he's going to murder people. Which, you know, like, I guess he gets it to when he be rapping with 21 Savage. He, he got to start talking about, bad. I'm on that murder gang. Savage gang. Like, I get, it's like, I get slaughter gang. Like, I, I, he stopped feeling himself. Like, bro, you ain't killing nobody, man. Um, but nah, that's the truth. Like, I, honestly, it's not that I, I don't really not bang with, with Drake, I think it's just more of uh, my preference. Yeah, I think that's all it really is, man, because, you know, I, I'm not the type to say, like, if you like a certain nigga, like, that's wrong. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, if you like what you like. Uh, me, personally, out of them three, I feel like Kendrick is probably the best artist because he can kind of do dibbling, dabbling both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I respect Cole because I guess you were talking about his fans. I respect Cole because I don't think Cole necessarily is like his fans. Like, yeah, not Cole's fans. fans, especially, like, before, they would always say, you know, they would judge a nigga for liking somebody who maybe not have bars. Like, as soon as you have an opinion, they're like, well, you listen to this guy. So, <laughs> like, nigga, like, that means something. It's like, dog, I'm not stupid because I listen to fucking Future. Nigga, I just like Future. I'm not trying to, if I'm riding in the whip, I'm not trying to get preached at. I want to, you yeah, know, I want to yeah. bump, some, bump some hot shit. So, like, for me... Future is up there in my all-time niggas. Just off the strength. Off of his crazy run and, and you know, nigga having Good future more hits than Elvis and all types of shit. Future up there, bro. Like, but, if, but if you ask somebody, like, you know, not saying, like, you know, you like that, but someone from your age group, they'd be like, Future? It's like, that nigga nah, nah, you right. You're not lying, bro. It took me a while to get into Future. Bro, the first Future song I ever, really, I was like, I like this. 
was the uh what song is that it's off his ds2 album the one that's like oh man when you know it's on the glock and uh, what's that chuck bro but he's like uh oh my god it's a hot song he was like it's a one of them future songs but yo that thing was banging bro like um, and it gets me tight because you know when you be saying thinking of a song you know what song it is and then you can't remember the song it's like off that DS2 what was the most popular songs on that DS2 album it's so many hot songs Marsh Madness was off Mar- it wasn't Marsh Madness yeah, that was on a different album uh, uh, fucking uh, Where Your Ass Was That that Great. song no not, not Where Your Ass Was That uh, but it had the same type of cadence in it uh, Oh, when I went stick up, talk. Nah, stick talk was dope too. I learned about those later. But what's the one he was like, have my Glock? Nah, you know, he's like, when I go to, it's one of them, it's one of the hardest future songs, bro. Just, yeah, bro. Like, it's, it's like, it's it's one of them songs where you just be like, yo, wait. And that's where you swing back. And now I'm like, oh, it's one of them things where you be trying to figure it out and you driving yourself crazy. That was, but that was one of the craziest runs in hip hop history. He started with that monster, and oh, niggas yeah, yeah, was yeah. like, "Cause that was a different like niggas fucked with Future." The way he dropped monster, niggas was like, Yo, "What the fuck is this?" And I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. <laughs> this shit was funny. You listen to that whole album. That shit came out like on Halloween. Um, nigga, we heard Harley for the first time. Niggas was drunk and shit, and emotional. Niggas in the car tearing up and shit. I'm like, "Nigga, what the fuck, Future?" Nah, that's and that's. But it's like, niggas, good rapping.